After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
the righteous. It's like seeing the world through the eyes of Hashem. David HaMelech teaches us in Tehillim, Rabbos Machshavos Belevish. Man has many thoughts, many ideas, which he thinks are best in any given situation. David HaMelech teaches us, it's not these ideas that are everlasting, but it's those concepts taught to us by Hashem through the Torah. So how do we connect that infinite source? My Rebbe taught me that the way we connect is through being zavak, being connected to the ways of our tzaddikim. The word eitza can also be looked at as an abbreviation for ayin tzaddikim. In the eyes of the righteous, is our pathway to Hashem. It's living our lives in the way our tzaddikim view the world. It's through their holy eyes that we can see the world through pure clarity. It's through their holy eyes. J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning on this November the 4th, day 22 in the month of Mar Cheshvan, and that is Nochi Kron and his band, Rabos Machshavos, and his Shama Medley done by Avi Miller out of Israel. You heard Yitzchak Fuchs with Ksufim. Oseh Shalom, that's from the Waterbury Yeshiva CD, Stay With Me. Benizke from David Gabe, brand new. Simcha Liner and the Nigun HaChachma off of SL Volume 2 and Regesh Modani opening things up. As we say, good morning. It's Wednesday morning with 55 degrees, 77% humidity, winds in north, 2 miles per hour. Sunshine today with a high of 68, then tonight, partly cloudy, a low temperature of 57. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature, 68 degrees. Pretty warm for this time of year. Yerushalayim is at 66 with mostly sunny weather. We're at 55 degrees here on a Wednesday at JM in the AM. 21 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning, all. Thanks for joining us. And keep it right here at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. And around the world on the web. JMintheAM.org and on the NSN app.
Take it to another place. The second you get it, just join us.
Shlomo Katz, the uh, Rova Chupa Nigun from his Live in Melbourne CD. Eighth day with Celebrate. You heard Hashem Melech Hatzihuda Green. Shalshelis done by, uh, or done on Shalshelis Volume 5 with Shalom Rav. You heard Yehuda Katz with Hodu and Rabos Machshavos done by the Nochi Kron Band. Wednesday morning, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. From the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Galay Tzal in the background. News from Israel is next. It's Wednesday on this 4th of November to 22nd of Marcheshvan. There is a Yeshiva League sports update coming up. That's right. There is a Yeshiva League sports update coming up. One day late, Elliot Weiselberg, our editor-in-chief in the sports department, apologizes for that. But he will be coming up with a uh, comprehensive look at what's happening in the Yeshiva League. Uh, don't forget, we have amazing programming all through the day at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. We'll give you a big reminder about it coming up. Did we do the ID already? <laughs> I don't even remember if we did the ID. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. I'm telling you, there's so much going on here, I can't even tell you if we did the ID. Wednesday morning with Galay Tzal in the background. It's Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday. Follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and המתבצרים בבית הכנסת המיועד להריסה בגבעת זאב מחריפים את האיומים. יעל דן, שוחחה עם גבאי בית הכנסת שהבטיח, לא נאפשר להרוס את המבנה בכל מחיר. אנחנו לא ניתן לפנות בית הכנסת, זה ברור. שתהיה החלטה של בית המשפט, כל הכפפות מורדות, כל החיים שלי זה בית הכנסת, אז אני מוכן למסור נפש על בית הכנסת. למה צריך להגיע למצב הזה? למה לא נגיע לאיזה הסדר עם בעל הקרקע? אחרי הניצחון הענק בבחירות, ארדואן מבטיח לשנות את החוקה כדי להקנות עוד סמכויות לעצמו. כתבתנו נועם דהן. ארדואן אמר שעל ראש הממשלה דבוטולו להתייעץ עם חברי האופוזיציה על שינוי החוקה. לדבריו, אם אלה יסרבו, ייתכן שיפנה לציבור הבוחרים להכרעה. הנשיא ארדואן מתכוון לשנות את החוקה למען הרחבת סמכויותיו כנשיא. השב"כ עצר תושב עזה בחשד שהבריח חומרי בנייה לחמאס, כתבנו טל אברהם. מדובר בסוחר עזתי שניצל את ההיתרים למסחר שאישרה לו ישראל. בחקירתו בשב"כ הודעה כי העביר מאות טונות של חומרי בנייה שהיו מיועדים לשיקום הרצועה לאחר צוק איתן, ישירות לזרוע הצבאית של חמאס, תוך עקיפת מנגנוני הפיקוח של האו"ם. הוא נעצר במעבר ארז, כתב אישום כנגדו הוגש כבר לפני כחודש. הנחות בתעריפי התחבורה הציבורית, כתבנו ניתאי ענבי. בני נוער עד גיל 18 ייהנו מהנחה של 50% בכל קווי התחבורה הציבורית בארץ, ומתנדבי שנת השירות וחניכי המכינות הקדם צבאיות החצי שנתיות ייסעו בחינם. גם לעברים יוענק פטור מלא מתשלום דמי נסיעה בכל הקווים, ומלווה לעיוור יזכה לסבסוד של חצי ממחיר הנסיעה. נכים לרבות נכי צה"ל יהיו זכאים להנחה של 33%. ההנחות יהיו תקפות לבעלי רב-קו בכל קווי האוטובוס והרכבת, אוטובוסים עבור נסיעה בשעות השיא עם מגלת ילדים פתוחה. בית המשפט מותח ביקורת חריפה על המשטרה שהשאירה חשוד במעצר במשך לילה והביאה אותו לבית המשפט במקום לשחרר אותו. כתבנו איתמר קציר דיווח כי השופט ירון גת קבע שקצין משטרה לא יכול להימנע מהפעלת שיקול דעת ולגלגל את האחריות לבית המשפט. הסנגור הציבורי המחוזי של תל אביב, אלקנה לייסט, הגיב בריאיון לרינו צרור. זו תופעה נרחבת מאוד, שכיחה מאוד, היא קורית הרבה. עשרות uh, מקרים 
בחודש, לא מקיימים את הנחיות בית המשפט, לדעתי גם לא מקיימים את הנחיות מפכ"ל המשטרה. מדובר באנשים שיושבים סתם במעצר, פוגעים להם בזכויות, אין שום עילה שהם יהיו במעצר. מזג האוויר, האור וחישקה בהדרגה עד מחר. ברחבי הארץ צפויים גשמים לסירוגין, ויש גם חשש לשיטפונות. ולסיום, התפתחות מפתיעה בפרשת הקלטת והסחיטה שמסעירה את עולם הכדורגל. כוכב ריאל מדריד ונבחרת צרפת קרים בנזמה נעצר לחקירה. כתבנו תאו וייס. שחקנה הפצוע של ריאל מדריד, קרים בנזמה, נעצר בצרפת בגין סחיטת חברו לנבחרת מתיאו ולבואנה. בנזמה נחקר האם במערך התכנסות של נבחרת צרפת בחודש אוקטובר, מרוויח כסף על קלטת, ובה מופיע ולבואנה לכאורה מקיים יחסי מין. אלה החדשות שעורך אילי לוין.
Baruch Shalom, uh, Baruch Shalom, I want to pronounce it properly, one second, Baruch Shalom, blah, uh, there we go, Blasovsky, Baruch Shalom Blasovsky with a CD entitled Bishvili, that song is called I Good Vach here at JM in the AM, the YU Maccabees, and I want to give the Maccabees a big shout out because not only did they do a great job in concert in Passaic on Sunday, they did a uh, an additional massive mitzvah on Sunday, so a big, big, big Shout out to the uh, eight Maccabee members who were there in Passaic Sunday afternoon. Avramo, Avram Freed with the brand new single. It's called Reboin here at JM in the AM. Uh, 19 minutes after 7 o'clock, our Yeshiva League sports update just seconds away. Thank you, Elliot Weiselberg. We're a day late, but we got it on the air. We're going to get it on the air. 55 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 68. Amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmandam.org. Koren is celebrating its... um, it's uh, unbelievable Jewish Book Month. It is Jewish Book Month. They have a bunch of participating Jewish bookstores around the country offering massive discounts on Koren, Magid, and Toby Press. And today I have the privilege of uh, speaking with Joshua Halberstam. Joshua Halberstam actually stopped by my studio the other day. He authored the book, The Blind Angel, New Old Hasidic Tales. And it is brilliant for those of you who want a real scholarly look at Hasidic tales. Tune in. 9.30 this morning. JMNAM.org and on the NSN app. And Ben and Batya Klein join me for the JNF Branching Out program. Ben and Batya Klein, you may recall, funded the Summer Nefesh Benefesh flight. They were on the flight and made Aliyah for a day like we did. <laughs> and um, they have funded a fire truck and sprinkler park in Shlomit down in the Negev. There is so much talk about the Negev now. It's unbelievable. Uh, and they join me uh, to discuss all of this um, at 9 o'clock this morning, right after JM and the AM. JNF branching out program. You'll hear it on jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. 
Elliot Weiselberg has uh, another comprehensive look at the world of Yeshiva League Sports. We call it the Yeshiva League Sports Update. Here it is for you on a Wednesday instead of its usual slot, Tuesday at 720. Here it is on a Wednesday at JM in the AM. Well, folks, it looks like someone forgot to set his clock back an hour or 24. Uh, But fear not, because good things come to those who wait as we kick off another edition of the JM in the AM Sports Update. On this special Wednesday edition, TABC Varsity Hockey gets their long-awaited vengeance, and we preview Memphis 2015. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Seven months ago, the TABC Varsity Hockey Storm, undefeated through the regular season and rolling, only to have their championship hopes derailed by DRS in TABC in the semifinals. The two sides met up on Wednesday in an early season showdown in TABC. The Storm would get on the board first, halfway through the first period, on a goal by senior Jonah Gantrow. Only a few minutes later, TABC would take a penalty, and DRS would go on the power play and would capitalize on the man advantage. Five seconds into the power play, senior Eitan Arye would send a pass to the point for Shlomo Mansbach to drive home, tying the game up at one apiece. The score would not stay tied for long, though, under a minute and a half to go in the period. Yair Noller pulls a rebound out of midair, corrals it, and knocks it past DRS goalie Gabriel Miller to give TABC the lead going into the intermission. In the second, DRS would repay the favor for the first period penalty, and the Storm would go on the power play. Like the Wildcats, the Storm would find the back of the net as Daniel Levy fed Nola for his second goal of the game. The score would stay 3-1 into the third period of play. Three minutes into the third, though, Nola would virtually put the game away with his third goal of the day to make it 4-1 TABC. DRS would cut the deficit to two, but a late Storm goal would give TABC the 5-2 lead and the the final. With the win, TABC improves to 2-0 on the season and their second five-goal effort on the young year. DRS drops to 500 at 1-1. In JV hockey, North Shore has grabbed five points in their first three games, upending Hafter in overtime on an Abe Goldman game winner 2-1, dominating MTA 8-1 and tying Rombaum 0-0 to lead the JV East. SAR, Mag and David, TABC, JEC, and Frisch all pull in wins on the week as well. Moving over to basketball, tomorrow marks the start of the 2015 Cooper Memphis Invitational Tournament. Four Yeshiva League teams will contribute to the 16-team field, all from the Eastern Conference. The participants include number 11-seeded North Shore, the 7th-seeded Flappish Falcons, the 3rd-seeded and defending champion, the Hafter Hawks, and the top-seeded DRS Wildcats. DRS will play in the second game of the day at 11.15 a.m. versus the Atlanta Jewish Academy, with Hafter playing Fasman Yeshiva immediately following. Both Flatbush and North Shore will play afternoon games, with North Shore playing in the marquee matchup of the day against the number six-seeded host Cooper Yeshiva Max. You can follow the tournament live on www.cooperinvitational.com. I will be heading down to Memphis to take in the amazing basketball action, and we'll look to report back to all of you firsthand next week on the JM and the AM Sports Update. In league action, DRS improved to 2-0, defeating North Shore. Frisch upended Ramaz 64-50 and hanked down Rambam in overtime 33-26. For more Yeshiva League action, tune into the Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. On this past week's episode, now available on the archive, we sit down with the Five Towns Jewish Times sports columnist Judah Rhine to preview the Yeshiva League varsity and JV basketball season. 
This coming week, on a special half-hour edition of The Court Report, we finish up our discussion with Coach Mo Fuchs previewing the JV Hockey League. All that and more every Sunday night and Tuesday night at 7 p.m. only on the Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. And that was your Jam in the AM Sports Update. I've got a plane to catch.
J.M. and the A.M. Avi Miller. That's a uh, selection entitled Hine Mato of his double album out of Israel. 7.30 in the morning on a Wednesday, we will uh, have the one and only Maisha Hellman, guest of honor at the Ohel Gala, coming up the 22nd of November with us in studio, coming up here at J.M. the A.M. Community calendar, of course, and much more. Reminder again, amazing day on our stream right after J.M. the A.M. Some great interviews this morning, uh, including uh, Josh Halberstam on the uh, Book of Hasidic Tales, The Blind Angel. A Cohen Publications release in honor of, well, I'll say it's in honor of Jewish Book Month. Obviously, it's uh, not in honor of that, but uh, it happens to coincide with Jewish Book Month. And um, as we said earlier, during the uh, JNF Branching Out program at 9 a.m., it's going to be Ben and Batya Klein, who funded the Nefesh Benefesh flight that we were on. We all made Aliyah for a day. The Kleins, me, Miriam Wallach, we all made Aliyah for one day this past August. And he'll have, uh, and we'll have a conversation with them, um, at nine o'clock this morning, right after JMNAM on JMNAM.org and of course on the NSN app. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Rav Zebin and Yosef Alevi and, uh, Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Our forefather Avram was world renowned for his hospitality. He was visited by three men. These three men, did not have the outward appearance of being righteous. Yet, they were malachim, angels in disguise, sent by Hashem to deliver very important messages to Avram and Sarah. The Mepharshim asked the question, why was it necessary to send these malachim masked in the form of human beings? Couldn't the malachim have appeared as they were, in true angel form? The answer is, their disguise teaches us that the malachim among us throughout all the generations are not easily discernible. We have to be careful to know what is a good hashpa, a good influence, and an influence that is not good. The great tzaddik, Rebelio Lopian, recounted a story that happened in his youth. When he learned in the Lomshi Yeshiva, there was a beautiful huge building in the city that served as an old hospital. It was a building that had been built with magnificent, huge stones many years earlier. No one knew exactly how old the building was. Even the elders of the city couldn't quite remember when it had been built. He told that once the administration of the hospital invited many professors and doctors to research an unusual phenomenon that was occurring in the hospital. They found that people who had been ill and remained in the hospital for an extended period of time ultimately became sick with other diseases much different than the ones they originally came in with. The disturbing fact drove the administration to organize this meeting. The doctors and professors confirmed that this occurrence was true. They came to a unanimous conclusion Many, many ill people had passed through the hospital building since its first day. The building had never been renovated. The illnesses of these people had ultimately become absorbed in the walls of the building.
the governor of the town accepted the words of the experts, and within a few days it was decided that the building would be destroyed. After the building was taken down, workers were hired to remove the stones from the site and to take them out of the city's boundaries to be buried. Revelliolopian noted that if this is so, with sicknesses of the goof, of the body, how much more should we be concerned with an illness of the nefesh of the soul? This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
Of course, with the great Rib Shlomo Kalbach here on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast, 55 degrees, sunshine, a high temperature of 68. Thanks for joining us. Great day on our stream all day long after JM in the AM. Don't forget, on jmtheam.org and on the NSN app, you can catch my uh, conversation with Ben and Batya Klein on the JNF Branching Out program. They are the amazing people that sponsored the uh, Nefesh Benefesh flight this past summer and made Aliyah for a day to Israel. They've also funded a fire truck and sprinkler park in Shlomit down in the Negev. And we speak about all of that coming up between 9 and 9.30. My guest at 9.30 this morning in celebration of Koren's uh, By the Book Jewish Book Month is uh, the author of The Blind Angel, Joshua Halberstam, is uh, my guest. He uh, came to our studio. His book is a translation of his father's uh, incredible Hasidic tales, his father on WEVD radio from the late 40s to the early 60s. And with the Hasidic tales, and it's called The Blind Angel, New Old Hasidic Tales. We speak at 9.30 this morning, really a nice conversation. By the way, I saw a great app comment about um, the uh, conversation I had yesterday with Natan Slifkin. Rabbi Slifkin was on uh, the OU uh, Jewish Reaction Program, about his brand new book, The Encyclopedia of Torah Animals. And, uh, yes, the conversation, according to that listener, was as fascinating as I thought it was. <laughs> 18 minutes before the hour, it's JM and the AM. Big mazel tov going out to Shani and Chaim Hollander. That's right, the Hollanders are proud parents of a brand new baby girl. This happened yesterday afternoon. And um, I'm sure plenty of people are shocked that I actually uh, referred to him as Chaim Hollander instead of just Hollander as he's known throughout the entire world. But I figured, hey... Um, why not spread the word as much as possible that Shani and Chaim Holland are proud parents of a brand new baby girl? And we say Mazel Tov and uh, the 
the Chevra and circle of friends that go way back with Shani and Chaim are just besimcha malay, and uh, we welcome them to the uh, world of parenthood and say mazal tov from all of us here at JM. They a very, very lucky young girl uh, that she has uh, parents like Shani and Chaim. So mazal tov, and I, and I give a special mazal tov to the... Um, uh, to all the, uh, to both sides, of course, to everybody who's celebrating, all the grandparents, and a special one to Mrs. Hollander, who is uh, no doubt uh, jumping for joy as well. Reminder, the RTMA Open House is happening tonight, Wednesday, 7.15 p.m., after of Tights Masifta Academy on Almora Avenue in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Information at 908-355-4850, 908-355-4850. Reminder, this Shabbos is what they're calling the Shabbat with the Stars. It's to benefit the community of Arad. Shabbat with the Stars with guest of honor Leo No of uh, London, England. Uh, will include a member of Knesset, Tali Pluskov, Alan Dershowitz, Hank Scheinkoff, Malcolm Honline, Ambassador Ido Aroni, or Israel Mayor Lau, Kent Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott, all for the development of the Negev and to benefit the city of Arad, happening at the Sheraton Parsippany Hotel with catering by Michael Schick. A very special Shabbat, and you are invited to come, enjoy, to mingle with these amazing people, and to hear about how incredible... The progress is in the city of Arad in the Negev. I heard some of this yesterday from Rabbi Kaminer. It really is flourishing down there. Information, ShabbatWithTheStars.com, ShabbatWithTheStars.com, or dial 718-298-3805, 718-298-3805 for additional information. And speaking of Israel, a reminder that the Israel Real Estate Show is happening this coming Sunday and, uh, excuse me, this coming Saturday night and Sunday, more accurately. This coming Saturday night and Sunday, the Israel Real Estate Showcase, a great information show, starts Saturday night at 7.30 and Sunday between 11 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. at the Park Lane Hotel, New York, at 36 Central Park South. That's 59th Street between 5th and 6th Avenues in New York City. It's free entry. Uh, it's a great informational show. Israel Real Estate Showcase, every time they come around, uh, it, it attracts an amazing number of people who are interested in Israel real estate. This Saturday night at 7.30, Sunday at 11 at the Park Lane Hotel, New York, 36 Central Park South. Information about all of this, 718-338-6537. Again, that's 718-338-6537. We try to get as many of these events as possible up on our community calendar section at jmnam.org. So check it out. Again, a lot. Not everything, but a lot of what we discuss every single day, community calendar-wise, is up there in the community calendar section of jmnam.org. Reminder that we'll be at Achiezer this coming Sunday. We'll be actually a webcasting starting at 1 p.m. Achiezer's Elder Care Plus Conference and Workshops with a massive vendor expo showcase happens this coming Sunday. And they have buses coming from Borough Park, Muncie, Williamsburg, and Lakewood. This is a uh, an event that, as big as it was last year, it's going to be at least double the size. Come get practical solutions to the many challenges you face as a caregiver. There will be a special session on children with special needs. There will be over 50 exhibits, a complimentary health screening, and much more, and free admission for seniors. It's this Sunday at the New York LaGuardia Airport Marriott, starting at 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. There's free parking there. Information registration at 516-791-4444, 516-791-4444, or achiezer.org slash eldercare, achiezer.org slash eldercare 
for more information. We'll have a chance to speak about the Ohel Gala coming up the 22nd of November, a drop later on just a few minutes from now with Maisha Hellman, who's the guest of honor, of course, at a very special night. And plenty more coming up on a Wednesday if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
Friedman here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning broadcast, wrapping up our second hour at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Sim Kaliner before that with Viata, Shlomo Kalbach had Samchain, and Michael Nadada from a brand new CD entitled Anna Hashem with Nigun Nadada here at JM in the AM. I was laughing because uh, my wonderful guest, Mike Shalman, wanted to know who was singing that song, and I signaled him, if you just wait a second, I'm going to be announcing it on the air. And that, of course, was Benny Friedman. Maisha Hellman is the guest of honor at the uh, Ohel 20, uh, 46th rather annual gala on the 22nd of November, the New York Marriott Marquis on Broadway in New York City. He's co-president of Ohel. Respected community leader, as the invitation says, and that doesn't even say enough in terms of how respected and what type of leader he is. Moshe Hellman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you for your achnosis orchim. I guess I'm not an oreach anymore. I'm not a guest. I've been here quite a number of times, but uh, you make everyone feel so comfortable. You know, it's coming to a studio could sometimes be intimidating. Thank you. Yeah, did you enjoy that uh, that Benny Friedman selection? I did very much. I did. Otherwise, I you wouldn't did. have asked who it was. You, exactly. It piqued your curiosity. Exactly. Yes, it did. For those who don't know, you love Chazanus. You love a good piece, as we say in the world of cantorial music, right? I do, and um, I used to go a lot to Kosovitsky, and um, and I, I do. As a matter of fact, I sit next to Yitzchok Meyer Helfgat every morning at Davening in Borough Park, and I tell him he's such an honor. He's so wonderful. That this is the chief cantor health god, folks, that, the, that you are davening with on a regular weekday morning. He's the greatest chazan that exists today, and uh, he's just phenomenal, and he makes nothing of himself. He's such a none of... Uh, as a matter of fact, if I could uh, tell everyone a little secret, he is going to sing a piece at the Ohel dinner. <sighs> Now that's an attra- that'll get about a hundred reservations right off the bat. <laughs> He's very attractive to people. They like they like uh, hearing him sing. That's for sure. He's just so, a wonderful. Person. So you dive with him on weekdays. How's his uh, Mizmor Soda? How does it sound when you're next to him? Does he do it well? He <laughs> actually. He t- I I noticed that he tests his voice by really. You're by serious. Sur Yisrael, Kuma Bezras Yisrael. He goes into a very a little stimmer, a high falsetto because I can't do it loud in the shul. The man sits and learns. The man is just, he's unbelievable. He, before davening, after davening, um, really. Do you get into conversations with him about, uh, cantors and what he does, etc.? 
Not really. We we speak. We talk. Uh, he he prepares some kind of dvater for me. I prepare one for him, um, and um, we just we schmooze a little bit. And uh, he's just a wonderful person. And you don't feel the need to ask him for any singing advice or anything like that. <laughs> I, I'm almost embarrassed to ask him. He's so good. <laughs> and by the way, fitting. Because that I ask a question like that because the Ohel dinner traditionally ends with you singing Hamalach Yeah, we're going to do something I I believe a little different this year with you as guest with, of honor. What with, can we do? It, well, it'll be with me, but uh, I think uh, it might be together with uh, Yitzchak Meir. Oh boy, I better give you some tips on making him not dominate. How you can, you know, elbow your way in and make sure people hear your voice, Moshe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm an authority on hogging the stage. I can tell you exactly how it's done. Make, yeah, sure, make it, sure he doesn't overtake you. No, he's not a hogger. <laughs> he, he gives Derek Harris to everyone. He's just, he's wonderful. Moshe Hellman is co-president of OHEL for how many years at this point? Uh, 25, 24 years. And I'm on the board. Total, my total involvement in all is 42 years. Yeah, I said four decades. I was yeah, right. It's over yeah. four decades over of four service decades. to a home. And yeah. and when you when you first walked into the organization, tell us about its size and its mission and its goals because it's a lot different today, isn't it? It's a lot different. It uh, it operated out of a storefront on 16th Avenue and 49th Street. Uh, had a home on 58th Street. Actually, Owa was uh, started as a foster care agency. Right. Yeah, people don't even realize that early on they already had a home established. We had a, in need. Well, the home on 58th Street was established for those children who were not able to be uh, taken care of by a foster home. Right. Um, imagine a child being taken away from their family um, for various reasons, whether it's abuse, neglect, and... Uh, the child doesn't realize, even though he suffered, uh, he or she suffered, they don't realize, they still want to go back to mommy and, 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 and that's our goal. Yeah. Our goal is to get children back to their mother and father. But those, there are children that just can't go back. There are those, and there are children that, um, are, are very difficult to take care of. So if we set them up in a foster home and they're going to fail, so here's a, here's failure number two for them. Mm-hmm. And then it could happen to another foster home, failure number three. You can't do that to a child. can't do that to anyone. So we established this home where we could at least work with them to try and help them make it in a foster home and maybe ultimately go back home. Right. And I and this is no secret that uh, there's an OHEL residence where we are, and I've seen, you know, the incredible work they do on a regular basis and, uh, you know, meeting the needs of whatever level everyone's at, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so you described for us what it was like then. If someone asked you today, they stopped down the street and said, okay, what kind of organization is it that you're co-president of? What would you say? Um, it's an organization that developed over the years, not because we were looking for new programs, but because as if you take in a foster child, you the child has other situations that you need to deal with. Right. So you say, well, why should we send this out to an outside organization? Or maybe this is something that if we take care of it, we could do a better job. Not because the other organizations don't do a good job, but once it's in our family, it's within the mishpacha. So each one of our programs developed. We have many, many programs. We have, uh, at that time, when I think when I became president, when I became president, uh, we had, I think, 300 employees. Today we have, I believe, 1,300. Um, 100 uh, residences. Um, when I 
I think we had two, three then, uh, when I first became a board member, which is uh, 40 years ago. Um, I remember the uh, story where Reb Shloim Zalman Auerbach, Zechat Tzadik Levrocha, called me uh, once that there was a child who was loyalenu. Uh, uh, he he was autistic, and he also uh, was um, was mute. And um, the child didn't have where to go. The mother was going to get married, but she couldn't get married with this child at home. Would I would I rather for this family? And actually, Max Wasser, who sure. whose memory were right. were paying who, tribute to, right. paying tribute to Max and Rose. Rose doesn't get enough credit, and right. she should. Um, promised years earlier that that, or he told Reb Shlomo Zalman that he'll take care of this child. To cut through a lot of the story, um, the child came to OHEL, came to America, came to our doorstep, and we can't take in a child from Israel. We got special permission to do that. We don't get paid for a child from Israel. We decided that's the least we could do. But the, the child went, he was 12 years old, I believe, at the time. He went on to the fire escape. He opened the gas in the home. And the director of the home says, look, I'm, I'm jeopardizing the entire home mm-hmm. for this one child. Mm-hmm. You could promise Rabbi Shalom Zalman from today to tomorrow. But anyway, I decided that, but I still promised Rabbi Shalom Zalman. And he's the God of Lador. He was the God of Lador. I decided to move into that home. Uh, I took my stuff, my uh, my clothing, and I uh, told my wife, I'm not here tonight. And I stayed there for a number of nights. Wanted to see how we could arrange that this child should not get out. You can't lock the doors. So we couldn't lock him into his room. And we can't lock the fire escape window. That, that right, that's, that's dangerous. Right? That's all dangerous. So I put my bed across the door. And I slept there. I remember then I bought him a Pac-Man set, uh, <laughs> those little pac- portable right, little Pac-Man machine. things, not not the iPhone stuff. Right. That a little machine, way, yeah. The kids know, today wouldn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think uh, uh, they were thinking of iPhones in those days. And, um, and and Baruch Hashem, you know, when I was thinking as I'm coming here, weird that you know these are certain things that I I hope that. Um, Will stand in uh, in its chus for me, my mishpach, and and Klaus. What kind of memory is that for you? The nights you spent there, you look back smiling. Do you look back? I look back smiling. I look back. I I thought I was thinking out of the box. Is that a normal thing to do? <laughs> Obviously not. Is that something for a president of an organization to do? Maybe yes. Maybe it is. I don't know. I I I got a hands-on feel as to what we could do. Through that came out. Came out. I developed a friendship uh, for this child with another child who had no friends, and the reason he had no friends, he he didn't look very presentable. The features, you know, look Hashem. He's Hashem's child, but and um, his parents were Holocaust survivors. He would talk all about Hitler and and Yimach Shemoy and. I developed a friendship between these two guys, and they loved each other. Yeah. And that was my, that, that I could not have seen that if I didn't. If you weren't there. If I weren't there. But I also knew that I can't be there every night. Right. So I asked that boy to go put his bed across the door so that if this child would like, would want to leave and go down, right. uh, he would not, he, he would have to go that. over his right. bed. He couldn't make it. And we put a roll down gate on the stove. Yeah. We put some legal, um, gates on the fire escape window, uh, without a lock, but it was too difficult for this right. young boy to open it up. You know, <sighs> you know, 
this is, uh, look, these are children, our children, Kalei Yisrael's children. Uh, the Chazonish said that um, these are the children that keep up this world. Mm. These are tzaddikim. He used to stand up when a child of special right. needs came in. And for those who might ask why you've stayed in this position for so long, that's really the secret. You you feel these are your children, our children, and uh, no reason to shun that responsibility. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And my children feel that way. Uh, um, they 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 can't help but feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> but they but they really feel that way. My wife, of course, it's a certain sacrifice. But Baruch Hashem, we're not. I don't regret a moment. They're all coming to the dinner, right? Eh? They're all coming to the dinner. <laughs> November 22nd, you have an opportunity to uh, come pay tribute to all the honorees, and it's an amazing list at the OL 2015 annual gala. Today we visit uh, with Maisha Hellman. He's co-president of OHEL, a respected community leader, and he's the guest of honor that night at the New York Marriott Marquis. Information, of course, you can go to the website at uh, ohelfamily.org slash gala or dial 718-972-9338. We'll go back and do a couple of more stories in a minute, but we should point out, as I, as I emphasized in the beginning, of this conversation, how different things are today than back then. Not only are they different and larger, and you mentioned 1,300 people and the incredible effort that's going on, and, and multiple homes. I don't, even, I don't even know if you know the exact number off the cuff of how many homes there are at this point. I don't. It's everywhere, yeah. and which is wonderful. They and are, no signs. No and s- no signs, no indication. No but, the, indication. but many community members and neighborhood people know, and they love it. And... We should point out that you've already announced an initiative, this goes back almost a year, I believe, where OHEL, which has had its facility and continues to grow its, you know, its main headquarters over all these decades, is now embarking on a massive headquarters in Flatbush, Brooklyn, right? Right. Uh, on uh, Avenue M, it's not, it's, it's the building, people know it as the building on Avenue M. I believe it was NBC Studios right. years ago. Right. Um, it's more towards the, uh, the little street called Locust, right. but it's on East, uh, 13th and 14th streets. Uh, we're doing a lot of renovation there. And oh, you're in there already. You're we're in not in there, no. No, we're, meaning we're, you're, you've started the whole, uh, Yeah, we started process. the process. And um, we're doing parking because the, the, that's a big problem in right. Borough Park where we are. Um, we also have many, many satellite uh, offices all right. over Borough Park, Flatbush, and we're paying rent all over the place. So by combining everything together and all in one place, it will um, it will, will save us money, actually. <laughs> I was just handed a picture of what's happening now at the <laughs> Avenue M facility. Yeah. And- Let's just say you're making a lot of progress. <laughs> We're making a lot of progress, and Bezrat um, Hashem at this time next year will be there. Wow! We'll be in there. A year from now. A year from now, we um, you could actually be occupying the building. We should be Mirat Hashem occupying the building. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's and we we have thirty three thousand square feet where we are today. And this is going to be in the area. I'm not exactly depending if we do another floor or not, but it's somewhere between sixty and eighty thousand square feet, depending on the if we go for an additional floor. Unbelievable. So, what is this? Is this a dream come true? Is this just a natural next step in this whole process of your forty years? How do you uh, how do you regard this incredible move to uh, Flatbush? Well. I, having seen Ohel go from the storefront to a little building on 16th Avenue, corner 45th Street, to the big building that we're in today, diagonally across from where we were, it's amazing. It's amazing, uh, the growth. But and many of the 
the employees, many of the staff are still with us all these years. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's... We've tr- met a lot of them over the years. Yeah, and th- that's a judge of the agency, in my opinion. If if you could retain staff, who... I mean, Owell is not Moshe Hellman. Owell is the staff. Owell are the, the caregivers, not... Not, the board, of course, you know, makes policy, but we take into account uh, the, the staff. The staff are the people that deal directly with the children, with the people in need, and they're the most important cog in the entire organization. Yeah, no question about that. All right, the OHEL dinner, 46th annual dinner, happens on the 22nd of November at the New York Marriott Marquis. Maisha Hellman is here as we are uh, uh, talking about the dinner, and one of the things we should mention, it, it's I always say this, I go to a lot of dinners, as you know, <laughs> and I always say, if you go, and I say this publicly, this is not, you know, it's something I say privately to people as a, as a secret tip. If you're going to go to one dinner a year, I always point out yours. You leave there completely inspired. Uh, the guest speakers, the videos, look, anything that, you know, anybody who gets up there and accurately portrays what's going on in the organization, you can't help but be inspired. So, number one, I need you to help me. I need you to help me remind people that they will be inspired that night. And also, I need you to help me thank people because it is an overwhelming show of support from the community. It's got to be one of the largest dinners in the entire community, you know, each and every year. And, and even with the reputation and the, and the amount of support that you've gotten in past years, it must, it must just be, you know, heartwarming that people come out in the numbers that they do and give as much as they give. It's true, and there are, uh, there's so much work that goes on in the office, and um, Robert Katz, um, who, who's just amazing, and, and um, uh, Miriam Weiss, and I know I'm leaving out people, Lori. Um, but they lead the team, so the, yeah, they lead nothing the wrong team. with citing and, the leaders. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just, it, it, you know, they're headed by David Mandel, of course. Sure. Um, I could tell you, that when David Mendel was hired, I said, you know, many in in Bnei Yisrael, our Jewish brothers and sisters always like to get to the, if they have a little bit of a complaint or they need something, they go straight to the president, right. which is, I have no problem with that. <laughs> but what do I do? I'm not a professional uh, person, so what do I do? So I have to go to somebody at OHEL. So who am I going to go to? I'm going to go to you, David. So before we hired him, I said, suppose I go to you, David. What are you going to do about it? So he says, uh, give them my home number. Give them my cell number. Now, David is, and 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 I'll talk to them. Uh, David is with OHEL over 20 years, right. and he's never failed. It's sometimes you get tired. Do me a favor. Don't give them my, no, never happened. Never happened. He's kept his word from day one. And um, Baruch Hashem, we're, we're lucky to have him. Well, that's for sure. And, um, I think everybody recognizes that. And uh, I, I just wanted to tell you sure. that I'm. I, there's a plaque hanging. We have a home on 41st Street um, uh, off 16th Avenue where there are 36 men who have mental illness, whether it's depression, schizophrenia. And um, the, the, these are people that have gone through really Shiva Madura Gehenna. They've gone through hospital shock treatments years ago and all kinds of 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 stays in hospitals and in mental institutions and they want to be there the door is open you can walk out whenever you want they don't want to walk out they want to be there so uh the the i take people there because some of the other homes you just can't walk in like that mm-hmm. it's just not fair to the people it may not be fair to those that i walked uh-huh. in on but i felt you know people Oh, you know that I'm coming here, so I'm going to prepare this home real nice right. to make it look good on visiting day. There is no visiting day. I go there at nine o'clock at night with some people. They don't. The count. Nobody in the home knows that I'm about to go there. 
because I am so sure of how this home is run that I just bring people and and sometimes I get a little bit of a pushback. Please, you know, the guys. And so they decided, you know what? They're not stopping me. So they put up a plaque that's hanging in the in the in the um, in the hallway there, where it says, "Mosh, you're welcome anytime you come." They just decided, you know. And, and they gave in. Huh? They gave in. But there are such beautiful people there. Big Talmidei Chachamim are there. Lawyers, people who unfortunately had a breakdown. I. Uh I always refer to these, uh, to the counselors and supervisors and directors in these homes as heroes. I and mean, every time this conversation comes up, I say it on the air, and I've seen it up close. And obviously, you completely agree. I mean, the I dedication. I have taken there. many of many of uh, people to this home, and all of a sudden, I would see their face turn pale, and we walk out, and I say, "What's the problem?" And he says, I just recognized my classmate who I hadn't seen in 30 oh. years. I knew that he had some problems. Oh, boy. I never knew whatever happened to him, and now I found out what happened to him. I've had that not once or twice. Yeah, a uh, similar story happened to me at a no-hell dinner. It's interesting you say yeah. that. Yeah, you wanted to say I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to have a, a – uh, um, there's going to be a, a, a sort of a, a – there's an inspiring speech that – Harvey Cayley, of course, who yeah. uh, who Camp Cayley is named for. As an aside, you must be thrilled with the success of Camp Cayley. Camp Cayley is... Place is, is packed and sold out. Place is packed, sold out, happy faces. Uh, and the goal is, of course, to... That typical children, children with, with uh, some special needs, right. uh, are together with children that are totally typical. And so much so that a Down syndrome child shared... With a uh, uh, his the lifeguard, and and she befriended her, and she says, "Is a great you know, story." Don't tell, I'll, you know. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, doing, you'll read it. From I'm the not thing. doing justice to it. <laughs> I, I I'll read it. 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 A girl once confided in me. This this young lady writes, "Don't tell anyone, but I have Down syndrome." <laughs> Camp Cayley had reached its goal. The girl felt so accepted and included that she believed no one even realized <laughs> she was there. How incredible is that? That is, that's it. And this is so much thanks to Harvey and Gloria Cayley. Harvey spoke to the, as he does every year, to the camp, to, to the uh, staff, to, to, to the entire camp. And Harvey, unfortunately, had had some surgery where um, uh, where um, he lost uh, a part of his leg, and and he he said, and we'll see it at the video. But I'm just I'm not going to do it justice right. for the for the purpose of this uh, show. Harvey says, you know, last year when I spoke to you, I was standing on my two feet, and this year, as obviously I'm sitting in a wheelchair, am I different? I'm not different. My mind is the same. Your mind is the same. He was so inspiring. He says, I'm not a different person. I got some challenges to deal with. You guys got some challenges to deal with. We, we're all the same. Whether we're running the marathon or whether we have to limp a little bit, we're all the same. He, the man is a tzaddik. The man is a tzaddik. Uh, of course, with Gloria. Yeah. So already we know it will really be an inspiring dinner. Already we know that. <laughs> Maisha Hellman is here. I invite you and everybody to the uh, November 22nd OL Gala at the New York Marriott Marquis. Um, the program, the buffet dinner begins at 5. The program at 6.30. And guest of honor is Maisha Hellman, co-president of OHEL, respected community leader. Among the honorees, uh, Bruce Prince, Tamar Cyclic, 
The Levy family, we met a couple of, I don't know if you know that, we met a couple of the uh, members of the Levy family last week here at the radio station. It was I a, know that. A I landmark met event. I met them at, they, they, he lives at, on, on the lower That's correct. He's our, I saw him at the Kalbach shop this is past Friday night. Another resident of that home works in, uh, lives, uh, uh live, works at Borough Park Lumber. I went to visit, he had a birthday party last week. I went to visit him in Borough Park Lumber. His father called me up. He said, I went there and I'll tell you, I'm not pushing Borough Park Lumber. I, got, <laughs> Why I have not? nothing. I have nothing with Borough Park Lumber. I, I don't even think I buy there. But I, 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 they, and I should because they, they are just wonderful. They have a few special needs people working there, and you know they, they do. A job. They make them feel like without them, this company wouldn't exist. They are those guys at Borough Park Lumber. Sadikim. Unbelievable. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov and Leah Learfield, Dovi and Ricky Janklowitz, and of course you mentioned the memorial tribute, Max and Rose Wasser, he of the OHEL founder and past president. Everyone's invited to attend. Well, Maisha Hellman, we've really uh, done it all. We've invited everybody. We've spoken about the incredible 40-plus years. We talked about the brand-new building. We talked about the success of Camp Cayley. We also guaranteed everybody that it'll be an inspiring dinner. Now's the time for me to ask you about a an encounter or two of the last 40-plus years that will... Uh, transmit to this audience the feeling it is to lead this organization and to really help change lives. What comes to mind when I ask you about specific episodes that have happened over the last four decades? Um, the the way I became a board member is a whole long story. I don't, I don't want to get into it. I I have tremendous amount of of uh, a feel of awe to those people who founded the organization. It was very difficult. To, to get the license, it was very good, difficult. I, mean, I remember board meetings where we passed around the hat so that we can cover payroll. Uh, and literally, I'm, I'm, you know, Mel Zachter, my co-president, when I accepted, Max Waster asked, asked me to, to become president a year before I became, and I said no, and then it pushed me again. He says, Moshe, I can't, I can't. And I had Rachmanis on really because he was day and night involved. Uh, so I said, I don't feel confident enough in myself to do this. I would, it would give me a lot of confidence if I did it with someone, Mel Zachter. And, um, he spoke to Mel. Uh, Mel initially said yes, he'll accept to be a co-president. He then, uh, he worked, he was a partner in Loeb and Troper, and he could not be, uh, an officer uh-huh. of another non-for-profit right. organization. So that Mel gave me his word, and I repeated the story because he deserves that I should repeat it, and that he'll be my co-president, not on paper, but he'll help in every which way. And in fact, Mel has been my co-president, not on paper, till about four years ago when he retired. And I said, Mel, now is the time to put you on paper. <laughs> now we make it official. Now we make it official. <laughs> but he was unofficially uh, my co-president for years. Um, for all the years, all the years. I'm not great at the numbers, the, the finance of it, and he is. Uh, my, I gravitate to the kids. And... Um, so that to me is, is where, you know, I feel that I, I think I'm good at, uh, and he's great at, um, at, the, at the numbers and the kids. So let him deal with the numbers and the kids and I'll deal just with the kids. <laughs> um, and, uh, I want to thank my dear friend, uh, Moshe Bertram, um, who is co-chair with, uh, Elaine Schickman, for me co-chair. Uh, Elaine Schickman, of course, they adopted these two. Yeah, we've had them here. They're amazing. Amazing. And, and I keep always quote Elaine and Bernie. <laughs> Elaine said to her children, to her adopted children, because she has biological right. children, adopted children. Today, there's, 
No difference. Nobody knows the difference. Nobody anymore. knows the difference. <laughs> and and she says uh, she told one of her children, all of her children, uh, biological children grow in mommy's tummy, adopted children grow in mommy's heart. That's Elaine Schickman. And that's how it's just, you, that's a deacon. You know, we just, they, they become uncovered a, a little bit right. to some people. They don't even want to become a, um, and, um, Moshe Bertram, of course, and, um, uh, uh Jay Kestenbaum, who's just right. phenomenal. Um, and, um, you know, there's, there, all the board, we make decisions together. There's no, you know, I keep saying it. I own nothing. 42 years in Ohel, I have no right to take a pencil. I remember Baruch Handler, one of the founders. He founded it together with uh, Rabbi Rabinowitz, uh, uh, Rabbi Hertz Frankel, who, who, who put a tremendous amount of koiches into the organization. Um, and uh, Baruch Rabinowitz, I remember him putting a dime into the pushka whenever he made a telephone call. In those days, it was an unlimited call. Right. As I, would, I didn't know what he was doing. So I went over to him and said, Baruch, what are you doing? So he says, I, I, I can't uh, charge the organization. They, 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 I have to make a call to my wife, so they I, they should pay for it? No. And he put in. He, I'm sure he's in the Lichtige Ganeiden. I, did, I go, you know, I think back at the people. It, it, we, we had meetings where, where the day of the dinner, we would call people. Listen, we gotta fill the room somewhat. We had three hundred people, four hundred people. Um, please come. We, you know, that we never asked parents to come to the dinner. We felt that they have enough on their plate. We didn't want to burden them. We don't chast v'shalom ask a parent for anything today. We would like them. To, to help us, of course we would. Who, 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 who better than knows what we're doing than they do? But if if they can, we don't even ask. If they can, maybe we do ask. And if they just don't do it, then that's okay. They have a chesh. We, we, you know, um, it, it, we, we try to be sensitive to every person's feelings. And, well, the uh, confidentiality is confidentiality. Something that's, we can't talk about. You guys are kings at that. Yeah. So then, it was trouble filling a room with 300, and now, basically, there's no room in the room when you have the dinner at a grand ballroom like this. No, I mean, it's, it's packed. That is correct. I'll and with you as guest of honor, forget it. <laughs> the, the development office is going to have quite a challenge the night before trying to seat everybody in that room. Yeah, well, let's, we should have that problem. And, Bezos <laughs> <laughs> Hashem, and, and um, listen, it, I accepted it this year. Um, I just felt, you know, here I'm asking people to become guests of honor, and this, and I'm And not, almost everybody you mentioned has been a guest of honor. Every, almost everybody you mentioned on that list has been. Has, Jay, Jay was, if I'm not mistaken. Jay Mel, was, certainly. Mel you know. was. So here um, we go. Uh, David wasn't. Right. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I guess we found the honoree for next year. <laughs> um, but, uh, not really. He, 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 I'll tell you something. He's, he's really, um, day and night. There is no, I get emails from him 4 a.m. I mean, I don't see them at 4 a.m., but when I wake up, I see that, I see the time that he sent it. Um, and, um, they're not about the Yankee or Mets score either, you know. Um, it, uh, Except on rare occasions. Um, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it, uh, listen, it's, uh. All right, so here we are. 
as we tied up this conversation, it's 40 years later. I asked you five minutes ago yeah. for some type of uh, episode or something that would symbolize, and you did tell us a couple of great stories, I must say, between that letter and your encounter with staying overnight for many nights in, in the residence 40 years ago. So those are pretty good. Are, is, there, is there one that uh, would further symbolize how special this has been for you, how incredible an experience all this has been? You know, we, we started an ombudsman program. People who are coming to Ohel are not coming to make a Sheva Brachas to book a Bar Mitzvah. They're coming because they have the most difficult time in their life. They need help. Most likely. They need help. Right. And, and, you know, mental illness is, of course, something that, that, um, it, 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 thanks to Ohel, I would say, a lot thanks to Ohel, that we're pushing that people's, the, the busha should go off. Right. I mean, you have enough to deal with, with the illness. You're one of the reasons that the stigma has been the stigma lessened is, like crazy. It's, it's, the stigma, ha- you know, again, I, I wouldn't be any different. I am not blaming anyone. Chas v'shalom. But I think it's time, you know, people think, should do all these things, people are so used to it already that it, it's not even affecting anymore. You right. see wonderful shaduchim happening with families that do have special needs children. It's not Nagaya anymore. It, 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 it's Baruch good. Hashem. Baruch Hashem. That's, that's a, I feel that's a tremendous accomplishment of OHEL. And I'm sure other organizations as well, but OHEL has been pushing it. Uh, you know, one of the, one of these stories, the ombudsman, as I started saying, was developed because I got a call from a Rav. How could you put a Jewish child into St. Mary's Hospital, which is a Catholic home? Now, it happens to be that St. Mary's Hospital is the best hospital, at least was. I'm not, my, my right. information may not be up to date. Uh, at that time, it was the best hospital for children of special needs. And this child, I don't want to go into the history because the people will maybe start recognizing who or what and the family may be listening. But I just want to, uh, uh, they have kindness. When I explained to this Rav why we did this, that it's for the benefit of the, of the child, the Rav says, tell me how I can help you. Because I was such a, under such a different impression. And I said, you know what? Don't ask me. Talk to the mother and father of this child. And they, and he did, this Rav did. And the whole story changed. So why did it change? Because the social worker who was involved wasn't at liberty to discuss certain things for confidentiality mm-hmm. purposes. I felt that if someone comes to me and sort of has tightness, I owe it to that person without jeopardizing confidentiality, but tell him from what he knows that you're, you got it wrong. The staff is, People, I said, are coming to Ohel with tremendous tsar. That's for the most part. And it is our obligation, and we do, to relieve that tsar to the best we can. Are we always successful? Of course not. But are we always successful in in effort? Absolutely. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so many rabbis and community leaders have reacted the same way over these four decades. Whatever you need, we see what you're doing, and we're ready to help. Must be a great feeling. Like I say, like when the room is filled on Sunday the 22nd, must be a great feeling to know how many people are behind you. It's, it's a great feeling. And without the board, we have a wonderful board. The board, I mean, and we really have board meetings. It's not Mel and I who make decisions. We, do we know more than most board members? Of course, because we're involved daily. But, uh, and board members are welcome to be involved daily. And other people are, are welcome to be involved. We, we, we would welcome, uh, You're always recruiting for your board. 
Unlike some other organizations. Well, we're not, really, we're not recruiting. When we, you see someone who you think can be an important helper and an important piece to the future of OHEL, you actively we, try to get them involved. We in the encourage board. that, and we would encourage that. We right. still encourage that. We've just recently made some uh, honorary board members, emeritus mm. board members, because our board became too big, and right. we discussed with someone who knows these things. You got to, you got to, uh, you know, those board members who find it difficult to come right. uh, to board meetings. You know, make them so they have a role, but not they the have same. Have a role, role, but it's not, it's not right. an active role, which is, uh, which is right. fine. Or less active, right? Yeah. I I remember when I became a board member, they probably should have put me on emeritus. (laughs) I wasn't that Straight to the top, huh? (laughs) Uh, November 22nd at the New York Marriott Marquis, 5 p.m. for the buffet dinner, 6.30 p.m. for the gala program. Guest of honor is Maisha Hellman, co-president of OHEL, respected community leader. I wish you a mazel tov. We we again guarantee, Emir Toshem, with the help of the one above, that you'll be joined by Chazan Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott that night. Yes, which will be a very interesting uh, duo, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, I, I am looking forward. Um, confirm this with him tomorrow morning at Shachar's, please. I confirmed it. <laughs> I, I get, wouldn't have mentioned it <laughs> I now, but getting uh, around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's going to sing one piece, and right. uh, and at the end uh, we're going to do something together. So it'll be a special night. Yes, Mazel Tov to you. Thank you, Nochman. It's an honor for me to have you here and just being able to promote the fact that someone like yourself has been so dedicated for so long. So many people get burnt out so easily in the world of, of, of Jewish organizations, in the world of any organization. It, it's difficult to stay on top of all this for so long. And I, uh, I I get burnt out. I do. And uh, what they did, the OL just keeps putting uh, some kind of salve on me, <laughs> some kind of uh, medicine on me, and, that, and, and the scars go away. But, yeah, you get burnt out. 42 years is a very long time. 25 years, 24 years, president, it's a long time. But, you know, when you look at the people that you've helped, that in itself is very healing. Yeah, there's no question about it. Mazel tov again. Thank, Thank you, you for Michael. being Thank you for being the wonderful host that you are. I appreciate that. Ohelfamily.org slash gala. Ohelfamily.org slash gala for information about the event. You could also uh, dial 718-972-9338. 718-972-9338. And now, uh, in honor of Maish Hellman, his uh, davening neighbor, Chazen Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Tfilat Kalad done by Yaakov Shweki. Chazin Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, who you heard is going to be appearing at the Ohel dinner. That was Ms. Marla David. Wednesday morning with 55 degrees sunshine and a high temperature of 68. Coming up 9 o'clock this morning on jmnam.org and on the NSN app. My conversation with Ben and Batya Klein, part of the uh, JNF Branching Out program. They are... Uh, they are known as the uh, couple that funded the summer Nefesh Benefesh flight that we were on. They made Aliyah for a day, just like I did. <laughs> and uh, they're my guests coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. Plus, they uh, funded a fire truck in Sprinkler Park for Shlomit in the Negev. They'll talk all about that coming up 9 o'clock this morning right here at jmnam.org. Uh, Koren, and uh, by the book with the uh, interview in honor of Jewish Book Month, Joshua Halberstam, author of The Blind Angel, New Old Hasidic Tales. He was in our studio the other day, and we did a great interview uh, about that uh, incredible project where he translated so many of his uh, father's incredible Hasidic tales into English. So we say um, make sure to be tuned in for that. It's a great inter- interview, a great conversation. Z-Report Live Lunch coming up between 11 and 1 with Yossi Zweig. Top 9 and 9 replay this morning as well. A lot going on. Make sure to be tuned in, jmnan.org and on the NSN app. Mazel tov again to Ashani and Chaim Hollander, brand new baby girl. We say mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Open house for RTMA happens later today, 7.30 tonight, 7.15 tonight in Elizabeth, New Jersey, RTMA at the JEC.org, RTMA at the JEC.org for information. Uh, the Shabbat Arad, the Shabbat with the Stars with the uh, guest of uh, honor, Leo No of uh, London, England, happens this coming Shabbos down at the uh, Sheraton Parsippany Hotel with catering by Michael Schick, Chazin Chagmeyer Helfgott, a member of Knesset Tali Pluskov, and Alan Dershowitz, and Hank Scheinkoff, and Malcolm Honline, and Ambassador Ido Aroni, and Rabbi Yisrael Mayer Lau will all be part of it. Shabbat with the stars at the Sheraton Parsippany Hotel to benefit the city of Arad and to develop the Negev. Uh, happens this coming Shabbos, ShabbatWithTheStars.com, ShabbatWithTheStars.com, or 718-298-3805, 718-298-3805 for information on that. Reminder that um, the Achiezer event is happening this coming weekend. We'll, in fact, be webcasting from there. It's really an amazing opportunity to find everything under one roof. That's what it's all about. Achiezer's Elder Care Plus conference and workshops and vendor expo showcase gives you a an opportunity to come and get practical solutions to the many challenges you face as a caregiver uh, it all happens with complimentary health screenings with a special session for uh, families with children with special needs over 50 exhibits is coming sunday uh, at the laguardia airport new york marriott from 11 a.m until 5 p.m we'll be there webcasting starting at one o'clock it's free admission for seniors Information, achiezer.org slash eldercare. They have buses from Borough Park, Muncie, Williamsburg, and Lakewood, all coming to the largest health care event for our community. Again, it's achiezer.org slash eldercare or registration and information at 516 
4444. And don't forget the Israel Real Estate Show uh, is this coming weekend. The Israel Real Estate Showcase, an amazing informational opportunity to find out about Israel Real Estate. Uh, Saturday night starting at 7.30, Sunday between 11 and 6.30 at the Park Lane Hotel, New York, 36 Central Park South on 59th Street between 5th and 6th Avenues. It's free entry, the Israel Real Estate Showcase, a great informational show this coming Saturday night at 7.30, Sunday from 11 until 6.30 at the Park Lane Hotel, New York, 36 Central Park South in New York City. Information at 718-338-6537. Again, at 718-338-6537. 12 minutes before 9 o'clock. It's JM in the AM on this Wednesday morning broadcast, and this is brand new from Simcha Liner.
in the AM. Amazing Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM. Want to take this opportunity and uh, acknowledge all of the amazing uh, chairpersons that are chairing this uh, OHEL dinner. We spoke to Mike Hellman earlier, of course. And it's happening Sunday night, November the 22nd. And Mike um, Bertram and Jay Kestenbaum, Elaine Schickman, Mutti Schwartz, Mutti Vagel among the chair people. And of course, uh, I want to take this opportunity to uh, point out and thank uh, Ruvain Hellman. Ruvain Hellman, who, of course, as a member of the Hellman family, um, uh, taking the task as chairperson very, very seriously, to say the least, and working very, very hard. And uh, no doubt, uh, difficult for Meish in uh, all the modesty that uh, the Hellman family has uh, to elaborate and uh, mention it on the air. So I take this opportunity to recognize incredible family members, really incredible family members, who uh, stand by the uh, the people in their family each and every time and are always there, not just with support, but with hard work, with encouragement, and with an amazing amount of dedication. And that's what it's all about. So I say that as I cite the fact that the Ruvain Hellman is, a, uh, is uh, one of the uh, members of of the uh, chairpersons, is one of the chairpersons for the event coming up on the 22nd. And I can only imagine how proud um, the Hellmans are uh, to have that type of dedication from the quote-unquote next generation. So Yashikach and Mazel Tov again, and I'll say Mazel Tov not just to Maish, but to the entire Hellman family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Five minutes before 9 o'clock as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. This comes from David Lowy. Oh, 
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a, a Wednesday edition here of JM and the AM. Plenty on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. And, of course, on the uh, NSN app. Don't forget the uh, conversation with the Kleins comes up next. They, with uh, JNF and Nefesh Benefesh, uh, funded the charter flight in August to Israel, made Aliyah for a day, quote-unquote, and they're my guests coming up. And uh, Josh Halberstam at 9.30 with the amazing book called The Blind Angel, translation of his father's incredible Hasidic tales. That's at 9.30. Don't forget to tune in and enjoy. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Plenty more tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m. Till then, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.